I'm Derek Thompson, the host of the podcast, Plain English. We tackle technology, politics, culture, history, everything that's happening in the world and why it matters. New episodes of Plain English drop every Tuesday and Friday on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. What's good, guys? JJ and House ready to rock. We got a full court in the NBA. Family play is coming your way. We got the conference tournaments. They're on the way. Best week of the year to gamble. And the NFL, always king. Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay. How that affects the odds. And we taped this before Russell Wilson got traded to see, uh, traded from Seattle to Denver. I actually thought there was no way in the world he'd get traded to Denver. Could have been more wrong. All right, all that more is coming up next. Let's roll, baby. Welcome in. It is a Tuesday edition of Ringer Gambling. Joe House, John Stremski in the house. And, you know, buddy, I heard that there might have been some late Friday festivities on the links. I should have set up the live odds board for how many holes the podfather, the boss man, was actually going to play. Because if you got him through 18, you might have cashed that in maybe at like plus money or maybe it was like minus 105, give or take. I think you've got a good read on the boss man. That's exactly right with the podfather. He's got to power through. He's not a guy with an enormous amount of patience to sort of muddle through something that he doesn't have immediate aptitude for. Now, the podfather... Grew up as a kid in, in high school playing the game. He has a swing that you, you know, you can see for sure. He, he learned this at some point early enough in his life. He didn't come to golf late in life with a, an old BS put together nonsense swing. Kind of like me for that matter. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I say, JJ, we're going to play together. That's one of the things you and I are going to do in 2022. But look, the podfather, he, he, we got to the six hole and he started warning us, guys, I don't know. This might be a nine holer for me. I'm not sure. We got through six. We got through seven. Now we we, we got a great uh, drive off of eight, a great drive off of nine, and then we had him back. So he he powered through, and we got through the entire 18. It was a, an enormous success. I think he's got the bug again, JJ. You need the bug. Listen, I mean, that's, that's what I live for. I don't have baseball games coming up in a few weeks, so I, I need something to pass the time. Being outside will do exactly that. We got a card covered for the NBA. I'm going to give you some degenerate specials in college basketball. Oh. But I think, House, anybody who is getting cute in investing in the Denver Broncos Super Bowl odds, thinking that Aaron Rodgers is going there, take those tickets and light them on fire, bro. That's a nice <laughs> donation. Just saying. Hey, well, here's the thing. What, here's the interesting thing with those those tickets. Maybe hold on to them. They're in the mix yet still for quarterback. There are still two wonderful quarterbacks out there in the form of 
Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. Watson, I can see. There's no way Wilson's going to Denver. All right. Okay. I just can't. You, you see Ciara, uh, Ciara doing the mile-high dance in the jig? Hey. I, that, she wants New York. She wants New Orleans. You big know. city. If she's going to leave Seattle, she wants big city. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. I mean, okay. I can't see her in Denver. I know they have a history, like getting Peyton and it's worked out, and they've gone like the veteran quarterback route. Like Jimmy Garoppolo, I can see in Denver. Russell Wilson, eh, not so much. Yeah, well, and the other thing about Denver is why does he want to go into a division that has Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes in it? You know what I mean? I'm passing on that. I mean, I'm passing you and me on both. that. You and um, me both. And the Packers can be a one seed again, and then we get an opportunity to bet against them once again. It's that one of my favorite things. To. As soon as the Packers appear in the playoffs, it's time to fade them. It's one of my absolute favorites. Another 13 and 3, 14 and 2, 12. Oh, we have 17 games now. 13 and 4 or 12 and 5, whatever it is, and then fade them as soon as, as that first playoff game comes up. At whatever the number is, just fade the Packers. That's a moneymaker. The only mistake I made last year, I didn't have the chutzpah to take the Niners on the money line. I took them grabbing the points against Green Bay, but I wasn't feeling ballsy enough to take them. But I would have had the Rams either way. I rode the Rams like every. I had. Oh. You know why? When you have a future on them, and I did from the beginning of the year, sometimes that blinds you. Like, yeah. I was way too, you know what it is, House? I was way too loyal with the Browns earlier in the year. Because oh, I was cost invested me so much preseason. I cost me so much money. I got to learn that next year. Like, if it's <laughs> not going well with the future, got to cut bay, baby. I'm not sure, though. The Browns were around enough. I saw enough out of them that first month. It's like, oh, this could be. I even bet them to win the division after like four games. I was like, oh, they'll figure it out. Baker's just a little dinged up. They'll get it. In any event, I'm glad you rode the Rams all the way through. You know, they ended up being a wonderful middle. I middled them both in the Super Bowl and in the conference championship. They won both of those games. They did not cover the spread in either one of those games. And it was the only time in the, all of the playoffs that a team won and didn't cover. The Rams were that perfect middle, and I, I, I um, happened to make up for some of the losses that Joe Joey Burrow was inflicting upon me on a weekly basis. Yeah, I lost way too much money betting against Joe Burrow throughout the postseason. All right, let's get to this NBA card. Let's be honest, dude. Not a, not a great card of games. You know, like you think about like some of the slates we have broken down here since you and I have gotten acquainted. Like, I feel like we've had like nine gamers, ten gamers. Like, there are a few games I really like, but as a whole, dude, not a whole lot to choose from. I know. It's a, it's a Tuesday night. There were nine games last night. Last night was the big card. Um, smaller slate tonight. There are a couple of games that I have circled, and I just have to confess, some of this is going to be recency bias out of me because I had the good fortune of being in Los Angeles last week, being in the Podfather's company. I got to see the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Warriors uh, all in person last week and it just so happens that the Clippers are playing tonight the Warriors are, are playing tonight so I have you look know, at look you it's like you're an advanced scout now you're bringing <laughs> this like up close in person scouting environment scouting experience to the wagering and you saw LeBron put on a show it's amazing LeBron has to score basically 60 for the Lakers to have any chance to win that's basically but what it is the only way for them to compete until AD comes back I and I guess AD's going to come back I mean he was out there on the uh sidelines cheering the guys on um, vigorously, but I, I haven't had any updates on when to expect him back. Um, but, you know, the card tonight, one of the things that since the All-Star break that you and I have been hitting on is looking for value opportunities. We've been doing a little value hunting. And last night's card had all the teams that I love value hunting-wise. 
The Detroit Pistons need a shout out, JJ. Hey, I, I came out the other day on the pod. I couldn't get you guys on board, but I gave out Detroit against Indiana. I loved it's it. A, it's a mistake that we we went with the OKC getting the nine and a half in the family parlay on Friday. The other two legs of the family parlay hit. We had the Philadelphia money line in there. And um, what was the other leg that we did for the family? I think it was, the, it was the New Orleans game. And he, yeah. I think it was the over New Orleans game. Yeah, and Simmons so, but, was right on that. Give him credit. He liked New Orleans outright. They won the game outright. So, uh, you know what? It wasn't the over in that. I think it might have been just in any event. We don't have to relive our past mistakes. One mistake we're not making any longer, as far as I'm concerned. I'm not doing anything with, with OKC. They're, they're just too well because they don't want to guard me and you, so that's part of the problem. <laughs> so if, it, if, if they're not right. going to guard Showhouse and John Zustremski, you're not going to have much success trying to win NBA games. And they played absolutely no defense the other day against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, I think it's interesting though, House, to think about teams that like are at the bottom of the barrel, like Detroit. They're spunky. They're in these games. The Cape Cunningham fan club is out in full force, and then you have these other teams that are just embracing the tank. Like, I think over the next four to six weeks, that's where you should be looking. Hey, how invested is this bad team in the remainder of this regular season? And for other teams, it's they can't wait to get on the golf course and join me and you. So there's value. Like You're hunting. Find the value in these teams that are looking to tank at the end of the year. So far, we only have one that's announced their, their absolute um, tankitude, and that is Portland who since resting Yosef Nurkic, their, their best loss is by 14 points. So they can't, the, the books cannot make the spread high enough. They lost again last night by another another 30-point loss last night, right, right around 30 or so. So you got to just look for opportunity with Portland. Now, at some point, the, you know, the, the books are going to adjust. They're, they're going to do lines like what they did Last night with that Houston-Miami game where that line was 16 and a half. And boy, did I stare at it for a long time. Now, Miami won, and they won by by 17. So I'm glad I stayed away. Um, but that's the kind of line we're going to start seeing in these Portland games. So it's going to be hard. I hope we didn't miss the window with Portland so far. All right, value hunting. The Celtics again on Sunday. Yeah. The Tatum brilliance. Back and forth game with Brooklyn. The advanced stats guys absolutely love the Celtics. They might love the Celtics more than Bill Simmons loves the Celtics, which is telling <laughs> you something. And I'm staring right now in the face. Yeah. 19 to 1 on Boston to win the NBA title. To win I the still title. Don't think, I, I'm still not ready to get on board. I'm going to keep spitting the advanced stats until I'm blue in the face with the Celtics because, like, they're a playoff team. They're, they're legit. They What they've done over the last two, three weeks it might be sustainable. I just can't. Like, let, let me put it this way, House. Can I see the Celtics playing in the NBA Finals this year? I still keep coming back to the answer is no. No, I do not. Yeah, it, it the, the road that's in front of them is going to be, it's, it's the same is true for every team in the top four in the East. And we think for sure that Boston's going to end up in the top four. It's a murderer's row uh, because, you know, you have the top four plus the Nets. And we assume that the Nets will get Ben Simmons back. And it's just an, an impossible. So they need a break in terms of the matchup that they catch. They need a break in terms of, you know, um, injury luck. And, you are you know, you're just going to have to. to it, we, we have no godly idea as to the right way to forecast um, the East. As far that that's me personally. It's tough because you can make the case for Milwaukee, the experience in Giannis. 
I've made the case for Miami plenty of times on this pod. I'm not going to do it again. You guys know how I feel about the Heat. I'm sure folks will get suckered into Embiid and they'll get suckered into Harden. And how's you still going to have a contingent of folks who are buying Brooklyn despite the fact that the Brooklyn Nets are under 500 because, hey, KD is back. Maybe Kyrie is playing in home games. Isn't it crazy? Like, I'm looking at the car for tonight. I see 32 and 33 for the Brooklyn Nets. Like, I know it's been a weird year. I know a lot of shit has happened. But damn, man, 32 and 33 is crazy. Well, Kyrie's missed now 39 games, I think. And Durant's missed 20-whatever. And Harden's not on the team anymore. So that sounds like the right record to me. You tell me at the beginning of the season. No, I get that. I know, I know. But you still would say, hey, by default, they're not going to have a losing record 55 games into the year. It It just sounds weird. I guess on the surface it makes sense because of everything that has gone wrong for them. But it's still damn weird. That all being said, I love Brooklyn tonight. And I know you do, too. I think it is a great, great spot for the Nets. And this line is gone. It opened at one and a half. It is skyrocketing against Charlotte. I'm seeing it right now at four. You might be able to oh find my three. Oh, my God. Dude, I saw. I mean, why? What did you get? Well, no, I saw three. And I was like, oh, I got to get on this right now. Because uh, last night when I was looking at this, it was two. And you're right. It opened. Oh, at, you're not at... going to like me. You're not going to like me. You know what it is at FanDuel right now? Uh-oh. Four and a half. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm still going to play it. I agree. I'm I agree. Listen, I don't care how public it is. I don't care how square it is. The Nets now, after that Celtic game, they have a day to prepare. Charlotte, team trending in the wrong direction. Yeah, uh, schizophrenic. This, this should be a game. The Nets, if, 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 sooner or later, you got to start winning some games here if you're Brooklyn. They lost to Miami in Katie's return. They lose to the Celtics. You know what I think the move is, though, House? Tell I think me. we Hit play them on the money line and find something else we like. So maybe okay. we don't want to, like, fool around with the points. They end up winning a two- or three-point game. Remember I said this. We're going to take Brooklyn on the money line and find something else we like. Well, I, I, I'm going to make a, a proposal to you, and I, I warned you of I this. I like proposals. Uh, proposals of, this re- of this recency bias. Having seen both the Warriors and the Clippers, how many points are the Clippers getting against the Warriors tonight? They are in Golden State, I know. This line opened at seven. It is now down to five and a half. Oh, I like that. See? see, no, I like that. I'm going to tell you why I like that. Go ahead. Because it means we are getting the contrarian sharp action coming in on the Clippers. Is yeah. that what you're thinking? Of course it is. Of course I like that. I love. So what I saw out of the Clippers last week against the Lakers, and they hammered the Lakers, and it was a Reggie uh, Jackson game who loves to torture Russell Westbrook um, after their experience together at OKC and Westbrook's, uh, you know, just dismissive attitude toward Jackson. That's just the way we'll put it. But um, the, 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 the Clippers are a team. They're cohesive. They're rooting for each other. The bench is standing. The thing that has held them back all season is offensive efficiency, but they play suffocating defense, and it was on full display. They can go big with Hartenstein um, and uh, who am I blanking on? Um, uh, Morris. Um, and they have, you know, a, a very good inside-outside game. Um, my guy Kennard, you know, did, he didn't have a very good game against the Lakers, and it, and it didn't matter. Um, they're very flexible, and uh, in terms of the lineups, they can put out there. And I just thought they they played with an intensity that's something that I want to see at this stage of the season. By contradistinction, the Warriors on on Saturday night against the Lakers, 
they just are asking so much out of Steph. And Steph is is physically exhausted, JJ. I'm here to tell you. The 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 version of Clay that they they need is not here yet. He looked, Simmons and I talked about this. We sat next to each other. He looks skinny to us. Well, he bro, he hasn't like, played in two that, years. There you, you know, go. like there's That's one it. thing about being you know, it's one thing when you're in the gym hoisting up shots, there's nobody guarding you, you're not running up the court. Maybe you're on like a treadmill or you know, you're doing like long run. I don't know what his training program was coming back from the injury. But now you're in NBA action. You're sprinting back and forth. They count on you when you got six, seven dudes at 250 flying in your face trying to block shots. Yeah, man. There's like, you know, a feeling out process of getting your feet back under you and getting comfortable playing in NBA games again. So the other aspect to this contrarian play that I kind of like for the Clippers, they have a whole slew of unders, again, because of that suffocating defense. Um, but I, having seen Golden State's defense, which had previously been you know, a league leader in terms of, of the, the defensive rating, their, their defense right now um, is, is, is suffering. Teams are getting out and, and running on them. Now, I don't think that the Clippers are going to get out and run on them, but the line, right, what's FanDuel say it is right now? We have five and a half. If we want to get invested with this game tonight. I mean the total. I mean half. the total. Oh, I'm total? talking about, yeah. Total, 222 and a half. 222 and a half. So I'm, I'm, I'm not sure whether I prefer the points or the total I'm in more. on the points. I'm okay. passing on the total. I have okay, no, great. Because my feel with a total, anytime you have a Steph Curry game, is that Steph yeah. Curry is going to go and hit 10 zillion threes and is basically going to destroy that within the first, I don't know, 20 minutes of action. Um, you know what else I like about the Clippers? They're coming off a horrendous loss to the Knicks. Horrendous, horrendous, horrendous loss to my terrible basketball team. That's a it's team a, that is a max effort type team. Yes. They were kind of feeling their oats after the other night. Like, classic letdown spot. Knicks been in town forever. Needed a win. Desperate for a win. Got a win. Now, you know, it's a nationally televised game. 10 o'clock, Warriors. Like, they'll be up for this game. I think Clippers oh. is the side, personally. Okay, let's do let's do you wanna you wanna parlay Clippers alongside that Brooklyn money line? Well, here's what we do, and I'm gonna do it right now. Clippers at five and a half, Brooklyn on the money line. What are we getting on this? Let's see. Let's see. God, this is the idea of FanDuel. Hopefully they're gonna deliver for us. Uh plus one eighty nine. That's pretty good. Almost two I'll to one. That. Almost two that. to one for a I Tuesday think, night. I think we have our family play. That's it. Family play Tuesday night, almost two to one. I like it. I like it, JJ. And Nets, non-nationally televised game. The Clipper Warrior game is nationally televised. So we get an opportunity to watch in prime time and basically chase away our money and our, our dreams and our <laughs> sorrows all combined into one. One other game, though, I want to throw in that I like today. And we're not throwing it into the parlay because I don't, I don't want to mess with it. I like the Pacers plus story against the Cavs. The, oh, Cavs, are the Cavs are coming off a big win. They have owned Indiana throughout the year. It's a division game. They've seen them a bunch. This has letdown spot to me written all over it for Cleveland. Well, one all thing, over it. One and I'm thing that, three points. I'm in. Yeah, I, I like it. I'm not going to argue out of it. Um, revisiting our discussion of rookie of the year from Friday. By the way, the we, Pistons fans hate us. Oh, my goodness. How many tweets do I got to see from Pistons fans about Cade Cunningham? He's great, great. Well, well, and good. Right now, he's not winning a rookie of the year. Pipe down. He had a great uh, game last night, but we also got a great game from Mobley on, on Sunday. So, you know, it is, and we're in this spot now, and this is what I'm going to 
look at in, in this game. I'm going to look at Mobley props because Jared Allen is out. And I feel like, you know, the, the, the ringer grabbed some of that conversation. They put it out on the website. I feel like people started paying a little more attention to the rookie of the year. I wonder if the guys heard it because, boy, we got two great performances out of Mobley and Cade uh, since, since that pod on Friday, JJ. Yeah, and listen, that's the that's the power of the ringer, baby. You know, we put it out in the open, and, you know, maybe there are some responses across the NBA. Um, the rest of the NBA card, I got no interest in New Orleans-Memphis as far as betting the game. I think the line's sharp. New Orleans has been spunky, so I'm not going near that one. Yeah. I'm not laying 13 and a half with the Bucks against OKC. I'm done. OKC after the other night is on the list, not going near yeah, on that the list. game. Yeah, there's a cross-off. Um, the other one that I was thinking about, I don't have the stones to do it, I kind of like Orlando plus six and a half against Phoenix tonight. That line seems wow. way too low. I'm not betting it. I'm not betting. I'm just saying for everybody out there, and Saruti's probably giddy as I'm like bringing up the magic. <laughs> Might be the only time we bring up the magic again here on the NBA pod for gambling. I think they're going to be in that game tonight. That line indicates to me they're going to be in that game tonight. That's Where is it? Where's in the Orlando. Game? Okay. So they, they're, they're, there's some, some merit to that, you know, Phoenix is just kind of r- r- catching its legs a little bit with the Chris Paul um, being out thing, and they're they're, you know, w- what's the the they're, they've they've been in games, you know, the little slight bit of a, a depressed, slight bit of fall off. It's part of why we talked about the idea of a different coach of the year other than um, Mr. Monty, who is you know the 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 going away favorite, and some of those odds have bounced back for some other potential coaches, but um, Monty Williams we're talking about. But uh, I, I, I like where you're going with this Orlando thing. I'm not going to touch it, though. All right, House. I know you're into the golf. I need a winner for the players. We'll, we'll figure that out right after this. So, buddy, before we say goodbye, last year, my only golf outright win, it was a doozy. It was this weekend. It was Justin Thomas at the players. Nailed it. We had a family play, a bunch of guys going into Selection Sunday. It was like the ultimate high. Like, I'm all psyched. Selection Sunday. I knew the uh, the the I's were dotted. The T's were crossed. And my new deal with the ringer and the boss, man. So, a lot was going right in my life. Syracuse yeah, is in the tournament. Yeah, boy. We were feeling our oats, house. a boy. The question is, what do we have in store for an encore? I have not fired a pick in yet on the players. I have not. Am I tempted to go back to the well with JT? It's so hard to win the same tournament in a year back to back. So that kind of like, from that standpoint, scares me. Help me fairway rolling in the right direction. I need that fairway rolling magic maybe to nail a winner this week. What are you thinking about? We taped our show, which should be up today. Uh, We had a very long and expansive conversation around a number of different guys. I think your instincts on... You know, you can bet JT, but guys don't win this tournament back to back. It just it just doesn't happen. Over the last like decade, the the guys that have won haven't finished inside the top ten on the return visit. And the part of that is because of the strength of the field. It's an it's an it's by far the best field of the year every single year because of you know the, the qualification for it. The interesting thing with this um, event, they have jacked up the money to this thing. It is now, it's a $3.6 million uh, first place uh, ticket to, to, to cash. So these guys are, it has caught their attention. They're getting 600 FedEx Cup points, which is the same points you get for winning a major. So the the, the tour trying to pump this thing up and elevate it, I mean... 
I think the right thing to do is just think chalk here. The guys um, that I'm on, I'm on Colin Morikawa. I'm going to play him to top five, to top 10, to top 20. And I'm going to play him to win. And you know that the book doesn't have a strong sense as to um, how, how to handicap this because both John Rahm, the number one player in the world, and Morikawa have the same odds. It's now 13 to one. Earlier in the week, it was 14 to one. Um, yeah, that's what Morikawa. I'm seeing now. I'm seeing Rahm at 12, Morikawa to 14, but they moved it. Interesting. Okay. So that, yeah, it's going, it's it's kind of toggling around a little bit because folks are, 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 are taking a look. The only thing that ever holds Morikawa back is, is putting and his putting variance. And he doesn't have an incredible record um, here at Sawgrass, but it doesn't matter. His ball striking remains the best in the world. It's unparalleled. And at this course, the, the you know, we, we talk about on, on the fairway rolling strokes gained approach is the number one metric. And, and really for every single tournament, it's important. And this thing, it's an, it has an outsized importance. And so just taking the best ball striker in the world, um, the, the greens are small. Hitting the greens is the thing. Driving accuracy is important. This kid, Morikawa, is amazing driving accuracy measurement-wise. But, you know, if you want to sprinkle a little on Rom as well, Rom has a great track record here. He hasn't won here. There's no reason to, to, to fade the number one in the world. The guy that I want you to, to take a look at for a little value, though, JJ, what are the odds right now that you're seeing in front of you for Brooks Kepka? 40 to 1. That, that, see, you, that's amazing odds. Because he's the type of player yes. that will be motivated by the additional. That's mula. a fact. Yes, yes. No doubt. He, nobody likes the big stage, the the big uh, uh, prize pack at the end more than than Brooks Kepka, and he has been. Uh, he has sort of mixed results here. You know, he makes the cut. He tends to make the cut at this venue, um, but he's not finishing. You know, top five typically, but he's a good putter here, and that he his, his, he has. Um, Two missed cuts to go alongside with a tie for third in Phoenix and a tie for 15 or 16. Um, uh, I can't remember the venue now. Earlier, um, he missed the cut at Riviera. That's not a place that he's very comfortable with. He missed the cut at Torrey. That's another place where he, he just is sort of working himself into shape. But Kapka at third, anything between 35 to one and 40 to one is incredible value for that guy. House, I will be in the lab. Best of luck to our family play. Nets on the money line. Clippers plus the five and a half. And I have a D-Gen special for you in college basketball tonight. Talk Bryant to against the Susan Lucci of the NEC from Staten Island, New York. As a Staten Island, New York guy, it's like terrible that I'm going against my boys. I shouldn't be spitting Wagner. Bryant is going to win the NEC. Remember I said that. Bryant, Remember what, what that. kind of numbers can I get on that? Just, uh, just, I'm seeing just it minus, minus four. Minus okay. four. All right, I, I, I'm, I, I'll join you. I mean, when Wagner wins that tournament, they have not won that tournament basically in 20 years. This is this is the Staten Island play of the week. I'm joining you, JJ. Yeah, listen, we're fading Staten Island. People are not going to be happy with me. Buddy, <laughs> ton of fun. Enjoy Always. It. Let's cash it, baby. See you on Friday. Let's cash it. All right, I know I gave House Bryant, and I'm fading my hometown of Staten Island, New York, so I hope that I still can eat at Lee's and, you know, go to Royal Crown and, you know, show my face at Duffy's and at Silver Lake, but... Yeah, I'm fading the Staten Island guys. Now, for Wednesday, and listen, we're going to have daily pods for these conference tournaments with pick score, but for Wednesday, we have a bunch of lines. ACC tournament at 12 o'clock. Two teams I know extremely well. I'm a Syracuse alum. They played Florida State twice. This line should be five or six. The fact that this line is only one and a half is eye-opening to me. Now, maybe I'm getting too cute. 
Maybe I'm letting my emotions get in the way. And to be honest, it's probably better if Syracuse loses so I don't have to see them lose by 50 points to Duke on Thursday. However, this line stinks with Florida State only being favored by one and a half. I'm taking Syracuse here. It's going to be the last time I could lose money on them. I lost money on them Saturday. I would have lost money on them on Monday. They've had two absolutely atrocious beats. I am taking Syracuse plus the one and a half. Don't get cute. Take the points because they could lose that game by a point. They could lose that game by a point. I am all over that. Another one I really like, Oregon against a 3-27 and Oregon State team. Oregon needs to put away into the tournament. They've had a lot of success in the Pac-12. Again, this might be the heart talking, but there is a reason why Oregon, for their odds in the conference tournaments, we talked about this with Roger yesterday, they're as low as they are. I think they're going to wipe the floor with the Beavers. So I have Oregon circled as a play. Another one I like. DePaul getting points against St. John's. DePaul beat St. John's this year. DePaul has played much better down the stretch. And I'm getting five points. Sign me up right now. So those are going to be my three plays for the slate. I am going with Oregon. I am going with Syracuse. I am going with DePaul. I have no feel for Washington and Utah. Uh, I have no feel for Minnesota and Penn State. I would actually lean towards the Nittany Lions if you're going to play that game. You got a lot of peasant teams playing. Let's be honest. A lot of peasant team playing on Tuesday and on Wednesday. And keep an eye on Butler-Xavier because that's a rivalry game. And Xavier has played like absolute crap down the stretch of this year. So that's one I'd also think about. That's a lean. Butler, I would say Arizona State is a lean. But my three official plays, the Q's. The Duck, the Paul. What a card for Wednesday. We're back. Daily pods. We're going to have a ton of fun with this conference tournament stuff. As you can tell, I got a lot of action. You better have a lot of action. This is the best week of the year to bet. It's not even close. We're back tomorrow. JJ out. Good job, guys. Can't forget about you. Be good, everybody.